Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I'm your host, Matt. I have something special for all you listeners. My first podcast interview, and I'm excited to release this to you all here. I had the pleasure of chatting with a good friend of mine, Salim Shakur, CEO and founder of Shakur Motors and Shakur Transport. He has a very amazing story of how right after graduating college, he found his passion for self-employment and owning his own business. There are some really great takeaways, and at the end of this episode, I'll give you my lessons learned, my takeaways from this interview. Hope you enjoy. Uh, thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, we're definitely glad that you could make it on this podcast. Why don't you go ahead and give the listeners a brief bio about who you are and what you do? Okay, well, um, I live here in Atlanta, Georgia. Been here for about 18 years. Currently, um, I have a dealership and a transporting company. Live here with my family. Awesome, awesome. And what type of business did you say that was? It's a, a dealership buying and selling cars. Uh, and the transporting is car hauling transporting service from state to state. So you transport cars from state to state and you have your own car dealership. Correct. Wow. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So how did you get your idea or concept for this business? Well, um, I went to school for business, graduated from Georgia State University. After I graduated, I just been trying to, you know, find what kind of business I want to get into. But I had a lot of people, friend and family, that's been looking for a car, that's been hustling uh, instead of going to dealership, you know, going to Craigslist and such as. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I saw the struggle that people were going through with that and asking me to point them to the, dry, the right directions. But um, I wanted to just get involved and help with the problems, with the hustle um, and, you know, provide service and at the same time. Um, grow my business in that community as well, in that field. Very nice. So when did you start the business of selling cars specifically? 2014, right after I graduated from college, I was between jobs, looking for a job, just doing anything that I can get my hands on, um, any kind of work. But I was still um, searching on, you know, instead of waiting to get a job from the companies that I applied a job for, I was looking for something to do for myself. So yeah, 2014 to be exact. Okay. So you've graduated from college and started applying for different jobs. You weren't really getting any leads out there and you happened to notice you caught this uh, problem and this need in a business setting, in a business space, and you start looking into how you can answer that problem. Uh, That's a very good eye. And when you first started this business, I'm sure there were challenges and problems that you faced, struggles that you had to endure. Can you talk about some of those problems and struggles that you faced early on? Yeah, there's a lot of struggle because, you know, you're starting something new. So the chance of taking a risk on to getting something to make something happen for yourself, is, um, you hear a lot of negativity. A lot of people tell you that mm-hmm. you can't do it, trying to scare you off from pursuing it and 
basically like every money that you make by side hustles work that you do you know you're risking it all because with car business if you end up getting a bad car all your money is tied up to it so you lose it all if you don't do it the right way so it's a lot of risks that you have to take to do something but you just have to stay consistent and keep working at it and don't listen to anybody with negative energy telling you what you could do and could not do. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. When you have a goal, when you have a dream, you definitely want to surround yourself with positive people, put yourself in a positive space because if you don't, right, those dreams can disappear. Those dreams may never be achieved. And it's important to surround yourself with people who will uplift you, people who will help you and encourage you. Uh, so when you started, did you have uh, any employees or how did you operate? And currently, do you have any employees? What does your company look like? Today, I do have about 10 employees. But wow. uh, when I started, um, it was just me, one man. Um, hmm. Didn't have the fund. The way that I even started the businesses, I just studied the business, got close to people that knew the business well, learning from them. And once I felt like I knew enough, I was using people's money to buy a car for them at the same time, learn the process and, you know, give me whatever that they can give me in that process. That's, that's how I start making a little earning from here and there, just, mm -hmm. you know, buying car for people and negotiating price, finding the right car. But once I mastered it and once I knew what I need to do, that's when I started the business and started with one car and one car turned to two and I just used my own money. I didn't borrow any money. Oh, I didn't nice. get any funding from any place. I just, I just really just took one to two and two to four and just grew, grew from that. Man, that makes me smile because you know how much I do not like debt. And if there's anything that I think the listeners will appreciate, it's that you didn't have to take on this enormous amount of debt just to get a business started. And if you can, can you just talk about what that was like for you? How you felt, you know, not having to take on any debt or take very little debt to get your business going? What can you share about that experience? That's definitely a tough thing to do. Um, basically, you're, you're taking the long road instead of the shortcut. Mm -hmm. um, okay. The easiest thing to do is just to borrow money and to see how that goes and you win or lose in that situation. But mm -hmm. when you start using your own money, you, you use your money responsibly. You make sure that every dollar that you spend, you spend on the right things that you need to do. So you, in the process, um, it takes a longer time, but you learn the business well. You, you learn how to save money, how to manage your money. So you learn a lot of stuff along the road and you really would know what you're doing because you think about every dollar that you spend instead of using other people's money. So mm. what had helped me is that I, I was able to learn the business faster and I was able to do a good job because I have a hundred percent focus on it, on what, what I need to accomplish the big picture. So even though the struggle was hustle and there was a lot of times that I was negative that I wanted to quit and give up. But since I invested a lot of my time and money into it, it was quitting was not no option for me. I just had mm -hmm. to keep going forward. Mm -hmm. So wow. 
it made me a stronger by not borrowing money. Awesome, man. That's really great to hear. When you started your business, can you talk about any marketing strategies or what marketing tactics did you use to just get your company out there? How did you introduce your company to people out there in the world? Well, with that is whenever I feel like anybody who want to get into business want to start is you have to start in the house. You have to start to your family members mm. or close by friends because if you do a good work, the word will spread around. So if I sell one car to you and you're happy with me, you'll tell your friends. And if, when I do that to your friends, then they'll just, it will just go within. So the thing that I believe the most is focus on the quality of the work that you provide, customer service, make sure every customer that you treat, you know, treat them well, make sure they mm -hmm. leave happy because you don't know how many people they're going to interact with and let people know. So it will just grow within itself. So that's really what I do now is everything that I do is word of mouth involving a community. So I had the same family that bought over 20 cars for me through friends, family, coworkers, just that started was one and I'm still friends with them. And wow. that's how I grew it. You definitely hit the nail on the head on that, Salim. When you provide a good product or when you provide a good service, that'll speak for itself. You know, I really like that you said to start with where you're at. Start in your community. You start with one person. And when you provide a good product and a level of service that is amazing, then the marketing will speak for itself. And that could be the only marketing that you really ever need, you know, because Word of mouth is still by far the best way to market, right? So did you do any social media marketing such as Facebook and Instagram or Twitter? And what kind of success did you see with that? Those are all good. Um, I did Facebook, I did Instagram, Craigslist, any social, any, any social network that I see myself, you know, I put my name out there, let people mm -hmm. know what I do. And it does, it's not just on social media, even everyday people, when I'm taking Uber ride, I give it to the drivers, let, let them know what I do. And anyone oh, nice. who's business cards, business, business card, exactly. Um, okay. anybody who's doing any service or that, you know, involved in anything, I just let as much people that I know, uh, what I do. Okay. So it's not cool. just the social media, it's just any, anybody that I interact with. On a daily base yeah you make sure that you're always marketing basically right like you never know who you're going to meet you never know who you're going to talk to so you always are ready to market to anyone you see on the street or in an uber ride and i know some people out there could be shy could be a little reserved uh, what would be your advice to those people who are shy and may not be as outspoken as they wish they could be the thing is, um, when you when you risk it all, mm -hmm. shyness is not even an option for you because at the end True. of the day, when you go home, you know the money that you invested in and the time that you invest in. So you can you can be shy about it because that's that's everything that you have that you put out there. So you'll be hungry, you'll be focused, and you'll trying to do as much as you can. So. For me, shyness is it's not an option for me. Um, even though I am shy, mm -hmm. I just can't allow that to define me. As um, Man, because yeah. as long as I'm not doing anything wrong, 
I'm promoting my business and I'm letting them know what I'm doing. Um, it's, I'm looking at the big picture. Okay. It just takes hello. And, um, from that point on, you just talk about your passion, which the love that you have for your work and it will fall in. It will work itself out. Sounds good. You know, when you create a product, a good quality product that you believe in, that belief takes over the shyness, right? So you won't be shy, you won't be timid, and so you will have a lot of confidence in your product, in your service. I like that. Now, I know you've created a new business with transporting cars as you maintain the car dealership. Can you talk about that a little bit? So the thing about businesses, anybody in business will will tell you, when you start something, it will lead you to something else. Um, mm. the, the reason why I got into the transporting, when I was doing the car business, a lot of the car that I was buying was in Florida and in the different states. So I was struggling to find a shipping company, transporting company to bring my car to me on time so I can get it mm. ready so I can sell it to my customers. So I found that there is an extremely high demand for that in my field that much needed. And it made me see the opportunity to get in that as well. So nice. one one business will lead you to it to the next. And as long as you do what you're supposed to do, opportunity will, will come from left to right. You'll see what you need to do and how to get involved in that and build it from that. You know, I really hope the listeners heard that. When you create a business, you have to be ready. You have to be open minded. You have to be you have to keep your eyes open to other business opportunities within that business. You've basically shown us that when you create a business, that will open doors and open opportunities to continue to grow even more. So I really like that even within your business, you saw a problem, you saw a need, so you answered that problem with the solution that you were able to create, that you were able to start, and I'm excited for you. I really hope that this car transport service uh, will be successful as your car dealership. And, you know, that's just a testament to what can happen when you start your own business and you're willing to be open to new ideas and new opportunities. Really awesome, brother. Really, really. So tell us, Salim, what do you do when you're not working? What do you do outside of your business? And how do you keep yourself busy when you're not working, when you're not involved with cars and the business? When I when I'm not at work, um, I'm always researching about work. It's um, mm-hmm. when you never when stops. you run your business, it never stops. It's not um, eight hour shift or nine hour shift. There's no clock in and clock out. So when I'm not at the office, I'm always searching, doing research, reading how to improve my business and finding ways how to provide quality work. So there's for me, there is really no off day. Um, your mind mm-hmm. is always working. You're always trying to find a way to improve um, because there's always ways to improve whatever that you do. So uh, I always do reading and research when I'm not at work. You know, the little time that I get from from that, it's, it's a pleasure for me to uh, to do that as well. So I don't consider it as, as at work. It's fun for me to, you know, to do research and to mm-hmm. read. Mm-hmm. Since I love it, it's, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So when you're off and you're not thinking about work or researching, uh, what do you like to do? Do you like to travel or do you have any hobbies that you like to share with the listeners? 
Um, Where, yes, I do you... like to travel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. Where was the last place that you went? Two weeks ago, I went to uh, Vancouver, Canada. Um, before that, I went to Seattle. So, um, yeah, I do love to travel, learn new culture, um, interact with different background people and mm -hmm, learn mm -hmm. culture, eat food, and I, <laughs> I enjoy that. Fun. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've never been to Vancouver, uh, but definitely plan to. And I know you work hard, obviously. There's no doubt about that. But it's really cool to see that you have somewhat of a flexibility, right, to travel as you want, to set your own schedule. Uh, can you talk about that? Maybe like the flexibility and the opportunity to, you know, set your own schedule and plan your own vacations on your time. Can you talk about that? That's that's the the best part of running business. You're not um, you only answer to yourself. So when you want to spend time with the family when you need to be or when you want to travel, uh, you always have that flexibility on to manage on what you should do or what you want to do. Um, so, yeah, that's the, the best part of business that I love about the flexibility, cool. the time that you yep. spend. Man, that's awesome. I'm sure people out there are saying, I need to get started on creating a business for myself. And, and I really hope that's encouraging, you know, the flexibility of kind of operating on your own time. Obviously, as a self-entrepreneur, as a business owner, your customers are kind of like your boss, but you still direct your schedule, right? And as we're coming down on our time, I have one final question to you. You know, people out there are thinking, I need to go ahead and do this, you know, and they have these questions. What kind of business should I start? How do I get started? You know, what's your advice to them? What I would say is find what you're good at. You know, do research on yourself. Spend time with mm -hmm. yourself and know what you're good at um, and which, you know, what you could do for that. And, and once you know that, uh, don't listen to any negative people. Don't um, mm. do your own research on yeah. things that you want to do. Um, without asking anybody, read, do research. And after, once you started, just keep moving forward, stay focused, look at the big picture. And even if oh, you okay. lose it all, um, just keep getting back up and keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Yep. but everything starts with you and ends with you. Yep, yep. That's the beauty of having your own business, being a self-entrepreneur. And I think the listeners are going to be very excited after this episode. Now, if people wanted to reach you, what would be the best way? How can people get a hold of you? Um, you can, they can find me on my email, uh, shukurmortars at gmail.com or Instagram, shukurmortars. On Facebook as well, shukurmortars. We have a page on Facebook as well. Okay, Facebook page, Instagram. I'll definitely link to all those profiles in the show notes for this episode for people to follow you and to, to be inspired by this story of someone just graduating out of college, taking a risk on creating his own business and slowly yet surely uh, becoming successful. Thank you again, Salim, for being on the Brother FI podcast. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Wow, there you have it. I'm so excited that we got to interview a self-entrepreneur who is living his life with a successful business that he created. So here are some of my top takeaways from this interview. Number one, find where there is a problem and come up with a solution. 
Your business, your service needs to help solve people's problems. Number two, surround yourself with positive people and positive energy. So much negativity is out there, it's so easy to get discouraged. But don't listen to that. Try to tune all that negative noise out and just focus on the positive. Number three, let the product or service speak for itself and be the marketing for you. Start with your community. Start with the people you know. You don't need to market to hundreds of thousands of people. And one thing I'd like to add is if the people who know you and love you and care about you aren't really willing to buy from you, then what makes you think others who don't know you will? Work with the people who are close to you and ask them for their honest opinion. Ask them and say, hey, tell me exactly what you think about this product, this service. What can I do to improve? That's how businesses grow. That's how businesses get better. My final takeaway is having your own business gives you the flexibility to set your own schedule. Obviously, there's a lot of work to establish, but one of the rewards is that you get to set your own schedule and ultimately you are your own boss. I really hope you all enjoyed this episode as much as I have. And as you are on your journey to financial independence, I hope that you took something away from this episode, whether you're a self-entrepreneur or thinking about it or not. Salim's story is definitely motivating. I hope you all have a great and purposeful week.